0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, still on the topic of education and class sizes, uh, class size is a big issue for a mom in Red Deer Lake, south of Calgary, who says the situation in her daughter's class is causing big problems and big enough that she's pulling her daughter from the school at the end of the year. Yale Musaji joins me this afternoon. Hi, Yale. Thanks for taking the time. Hi, Jalen. Thanks for having me. So tell me what happened on the first day of school and in the weeks that followed when you walked into that classroom and your daughter walked into the classroom. What did you see?
1: Well, they had removed the wall between two uh, separate grade two classes and um, they had organized the seats, uh, 47 children in this class, um, throughout the room (laughs) and had uh, an area for carpet time on one side of the room. So, you know, when we walked in, uh, I wasn't really sure what to think. There had been no communication about this ahead of time. And as we came to find out later, absolutely no consultation with other early learning educators or uh, other stakeholders. Um, we uh, Many of us actually mentioned our concerns both to the teachers and the administration. And we were assured that um, they uh, had balanced the idea around uh, this the team teaching approach um, carefully, and that they felt they they felt they could really make this work, and given um, what what an amazing and, and highly regarded school this has been in our community for many many years, we uh, many of us parents decided to sit back and and give the give this the benefit of the doubt.
0: And then, what did you um, find out? What did you see happening with uh, with uh, your daughter? And I know some of the other parents uh, with their kids.
1: Yeah. So. You know, over the course of several months, um, it became evident that this really wasn't working for my daughter and for many other parents. Um, my daughter went from loving school and being a very motivated and um, active member of, the, of her classroom community to um, really developing a negative association with school, huh. not wanting to go to school. She came home completely, completely overwhelmed, and had a really hard time decompressing from her experiences at that school. Um, you know, she's uh, she's a very self-motivated um, person, and, and I think you know academically she's doing okay. But what I've found with her over the course of the last six months is that um, her the development of her learning goals and her her love of learning is what has suffered the most. Um, this is such a critical age for her in developing her learning goals and these are the attitudes that are going to carry her through her whole academic career. And they've really suffered this year, which is which is very sad for me. Um, the other really critical part about this, though, is that um, there are other more deleterious effects we were seeing in many of our classmates, um, including significant behavioral um, uh, outbursts. Um, two children who have actually been formally diagnosed with anxiety as a as a result of the over, overstimulation in the classroom and they've had to make a number of accommodations including um, uh, seclusion areas uh, and uh and it, extra counseling in order to
0: to make this model work so yeah, yeah I can't others, I can't even imagine the noise in the classroom <laughs> 47 well, kids
1: yeah. It's that's a big that's a big deal, and um, the problem is that their approach has been to deny that there's been issues, including uh, discussion that they've you know walked in with their phones and taken decibel readings of the classroom, and that it's no different than other classrooms. Uh. But you know, if I, I use uh, the 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 analogy of a can of sardines, I mean, if you're in in that kind of environment. Um, day after day, five days a week, that is going to impact your, your learning. And there there have been other children um, with, for example, uh, hearing impairments that have really suffered significantly um, as a result of the overstimulation uh, and the noise in that classroom.
0: Yeah, uh, I know that I think yeah, you used the words can of sardines when you wrote uh, Rachel Notley ticked right off. What did you say in that letter and did you hear anything back?
1: unfortunately not i have tried um tweeting the story uh out to her and my letter out to her number uh, numerous times and um she's liked uh replies to that tweet but she's never acknowledged the tweet or the letter um it's interesting i i realized afterwards that the alberta teachers association also launched a campaign that they called sardine classrooms and they sent out thousands of postcards across Alberta (laughs) depicting kids in these sardine cans to highlight the issue of class size, which I didn't know about when I came up with that term, but it certainly is fitting.
0: Yeah, and you know what, we just uh, we just talked with Greg Jeffrey, the president of the ATA, and you took a, you take a look at the numbers, and I think you quoted them in that letter too, K to three. You know, ideal would be 17 students, four to six, 23 junior high, seven to nine, 25, and nine to 12 would be 27 kids in a classroom. Um, so you're talking, you're saying that you're going to uh, pull your daughter from this school at the end of the year. Uh yep. which which way are you gonna go? Uh private? Well, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, I think the biggest frustration for me um has been the um the way that the Foothill School Division and the school um administration has dealt with me and with other parents. Um the uh it, it's been extremely frustrating. We're showing um obvious harm that's coming out of this experiment that they're conducting. And you don't need a randomized control trial to show that there is um, irreparable harm occurring here. And I I, I can't understand why there's no acknowledgement of that, of what parents are seeing. So the fact that there's simply no accountability here is uh, what drove me out of the public school system.
0: Are you seeing anything that might change your mind that's helping you with uh, how you're going to vote? I'm not asking who you're going to vote for, but how you're going to vote on Tuesday? Well, you know, your conversation with Greg
1: was interesting. Um, you had mentioned that the that the Liberals discussed banning seclusion rooms and that and uh-huh. putting a cap size on the K to three kids, and I, I I completely agree with those um, those positions. I'm going to have to look at things a little bit more carefully. I'm disappointed that I haven't had a response from the Notley campaign, mm. um, especially since this seems to be the kind of issue that she really listens to. So. I have some
0: thinking to do. Yael Musaji, thank you for sharing your story. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me, Jalen. Take care now. So, uh, the school division, the Foothill, Foothill School Division, uh, in response to this story, uh, has said that uh, they say the concerns are coming from a very small group of parents, and that the majority of parents support the way their kids are learning and feel their kids are thriving. The six thirty, Chad. Afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two. On 630CHAD.